get ready for the Girls on Games podcast. Your weekly dose of news, reviews, and everything video games. Always served with a good helping of hype and just a pinch of salt. And now, your host, Leah. on games podcast my name is leah i am the host of this show this is episode number 361 and thank you for bearing with us as we took a mini vacation on the show this week we're going to be talking about how minecraft is kicking ass in my opinion some game servers that are going offline and we've got some weird stuff like kind of coming out of ubisoft some stuff disappearing games not happening that were announced and maybe some stuff that wasn't so yeah before we get into that i'm gonna introduce you to the friendly voices around this digital table Catherine, welcome back thank you look at Y'all you relaxed and chilled out yes and slightly burnt okay <laughs> i mean i don't know if, it, if it's if it's the uh, the, the webcam but you barely look any different <laughs> It's it's a the webcam, but also like even when I'm tan, I'm still pasty as a ghost. <laughs> Simon, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing good. Thank you. Doing good. Happy to. Uh, it was a good little good little break. Little siesta. all right let's do a little bit of housekeeping before we get into the rest of the show and remind you that if you enjoy this podcast you can subscribe to it and have it automatically downloaded on the podcast platform of your choice including apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, spotify and podbean if you'd like to get some gog merch you can do that by going to designbyhumans.com slash shop slash girls on games funny story (laughs) joelle went out shopping wore her shirt and someone was asking her questions about it really (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she talked about it in our Discord. That's awesome. Join our Discord. (laughs) Or maybe you'd like to give us a tip, maybe buy us a coffee. You can do that by going to our Ko-fi. That's ko-fi.com slash girls on games. We've also got that talk back. You want to leave us a voice memo, yell at us, ask us a question, any of that nature. Go into the iHeartRadio app. Go to the Girls on Games podcast page. Hit that record button and leave us a voice memo. Mm -hmm. All right. Catherine, I need to know. How was the vacation? It was tiring, but it was good. Um, I spent a week in Maine. We were in the Cape Nedic, York, Ogunquit area. Um, water was cold, but it was a heat wave down there, just like it was a heat wave here. So actually it was pretty good to go swimming. Um, first day we went to Longsad Beach, second day we did the whole thing, the whole day in, actually no, second day it rained, so we did the thing where you go shopping at the, um, Kittery Outlets. The Outlets, nice. Yes. Uh, fun fact, Kittery was the first established city in Maine and it was a trading post. Oh, the more you know. Yeah. Kittery, that's an interesting name. Yeah. And uh, I, Pascal and I didn't spend a lot. We we hit all the stores, like all the like sporting mm-hmm. 
stores like they had um, Under Armour and they had Nike and stuff like that but there was a lot of people because it was raining mm-hmm. mm. um, funny thing about being in Maine in July is you hear as much French as you hear English <laughs> because it is such a tourist destination for uh, other Quebecois so it was oh, just wow. like <laughs> it was like you were in a store and ev- and like if somebody wanted to walk past you everybody just went uh, excuse me excuse moi excuse me excuse moi <laughs> I mean, that's that's funny because i was talking to one of my colleagues the other day and he was he went and we were all talking about the fact how we've been to peru and he was like yeah and then i ran into other quebecers down there i was like it, the people just gravitate Can, canadians gravitate towards each other quebecers Apparently, gravitate yeah. towards each other newbies <laughs> gravitate towards each other it just happens <laughs> i think the accent is unmistakable yeah like mm. that like people zero in on it mm-hmm. um but yeah so we looked at a lot of the sports stuff but like the deals weren't great but at least like we had ideas of like next time we need to order stuff like some of the there was a lululemon that was actually like uh, a lot of liquidation stuff and they had a lot of like discontinued stuff but they had nothing in my size naturally um but yeah i just ended up we ended up at levi's where i bought a sweater and a jean jacket i was shopping for a jean jacket and uh, the jeans were buy one, get the second pair half off. So Pascal got some jeans. Um, For his, uh, his, his thickness? His thick thighs, yes. They had the athletic cut. Still has no ass, though, but very thick thighs. <laughs> yes. Which is surprising, has- but... You know. He has a bit of the pancake butts, but uh, <laughs> there are exercises for that. He has an ass like uh, <laughs> like Hank Hill in uh, in no uh, that King bad. of the Hill. <laughs> it's not that flat. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, but yeah, and then yeah, third day we did the day no gun quit, and we even walked down to Perkins Cove, took the trolley back, um, and then after that it was like. I, we found a beach, like the Cape Netic beach, which is like a small alcove or a bay um, near where our Airbnb was. Mm-hmm. And it's clearly like the beach for the locals. Mm. Like it's a very long beach. And when it's high tide, the water is not even that deep. And you have to walk a lot to get to the water. But there's more like areas where the water's warmer because it's more shallow. Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't get the big waves like at Ogunquit or in York, at York where you you know you can really play in the waves and things like that. But we could paddle about. And it was walking distance from the house or Airbnb. So... The last like three four days like every day Pascal and I were at that beach whether we were alone or with people um, and we spent one evening at uh, what's it called Fort Fort Foster mm. which is like I spent a lot of my childhood going to Ogunquit every summer um, and it was our first time going to Fort Foster we've never been there it's a park there's like rocky beaches um it's not really like touristy beaches beaches a lot of people that go <laughs> touristy there bitches? yeah sorry <laughs> that was gonna happen at one point if i had to say nice beach touristy bitch the accent is gonna turn into bitches but it's more for people that snorkel or that do a uh, like paddleboard and stuff like that but there's a long long like dock like walkable dock and a lot Mm -hmm. of people go fishing there during high tides so um uh my mom's boyfriend and 
my sister's-in-law's dad, uh, her brother, one of the kids, they, they set up to do some fishing. Um, so it was near, that area is near, is like between Kittery and uh, Newcastle, New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. So it's like that last little bit of Maine before you go into New Hampshire. And it's beautiful. And everybody was like, all right, so some of us are going to go to the Kittery Trading Post to get like stuff for fishing. Others are just going to go back to the Kittery to shop. And Pascal and I were just like, leave us at the beach. <laughs> <laughs> so they paid to get like they asked the guy for par- like you had to pay for parking mm-hmm. to be in that area because it's a national park. But it's mm-hmm. like 20 bucks per car. Um, and they were like, yeah, you can come in and out. So everybody paid. Everybody went, found the dock. They're like, this is where we're going to fish. So Pascal and I hopped out of the car, grabbed uh, our stuff, and we were just like, cool, see you later. Um, and they took like an hour to go shopping and get their shit sorted. During that time, we were just the two of us were like swimming, enjoying the beautiful yeah. view, the beautiful park. With your uh, golden retriever of a boyfriend? We've, dis- we've decided he's more like a sea otter. Yes, that makes way more sense. Apparently, there's a character in Animal Crossing that's called Pascal that's a sea otter that's all about swimming. He is all about swimming. You need to get him a little, uh, a little, a little beanie and uh, and a seashell, uh, uh, a seashell necklace, and he'll be full. What do they call them? The conch necklaces? Were they really big in the late nineties? And they were part of like that that surfer look like the pre-emo yeah. Yeah, like, like between grunge and emo there was that surfer era type thing do you remember that band that terrible band b44 yes. with the two yes. brothers and then yes. i guess the three brothers two of them are twins and they had that like bleach oh, tipped hair and then they what had on the, the like called? terrible get down. down hey no it's um yeah get down yeah if you get down on me i'll get down, down on you on yeah was they had on their tank super tops. sexual song time. it's all about super. giving head <laughs> but they had with those tank tops on with that necklace yeah. and yeah anyways oh man that's anyway. what that mental picture of those necklaces is in my mind <laughs> It's a reference to that terrible late 90s aesthetic. Basically. But yeah, we had the time of our life at Fort Foster. Well, the other, I don't know, they fucked about and did their thing. Um, And then the last day, Friday, we spent the morning at the beach. And then at night, uh, all the boys went to the baseball game in Boston because Boston was like an hour. Oh my God. Pascal had such a fucking night. (laughs) What, what happened? What? Well, oh, it's the game that Toronto like. We were like, oh, I was googling the Jays won twenty eight to, to five. Oh my I think. God, that's <laughs> no, franchise right. record goal RBIs. But it's like, like tell Mike the place is like you know the place so is crazy. full of like Canadians yeah. because mm-hmm. like Maine is a very like like I said we heard a lot of French. Mm-hmm. So there's these three French Canadian dudes and that French and they had Raphael the. My mm-hmm. my brother's uh, middle kid, Your nephew. Yeah, my nephew. Um, and when they got there, they bought a bunch of Red Sox gear. Like Pascal mm-hmm. already had his cap, and he bought a jersey. And then, anyway, um, and they were like pretty much the only Quebecois that are in full like Boston gear. <laughs> and then Toronto just kind of like like mopped the floor with they Boston. They dump trucked on. The yeah, Red Sox. I yeah. mean, Apparently they won the, the series like uh, out of three, but like twenty-eight yeah. 
to freaking five. There was like an infield wow. grand slam. Yeah, too. yeah. Like, Altapia. I was hearing tales of it. Yeah. I was like, holy and apparently, smokes! Th- then they have balls that go that went over the monster too, and things like that. Um, uh, I know Chapman had home run, but I don't know who else did. But uh, and he was pretty far. But yeah, Tapia, he, he hit the ball and it like fell behind a center fielder and the center fielder kind of just gave up on the play i think maybe he thought it bounced and it was an automatic double but it came back in the field so it had to be like the left fielder who just like kind of ran and then they, they tried to tag him up and just Tapia just ran the whole way through it and yeah inside the ballpark they Grand ate slam. their wheaties that morning oh <laughs> man it was appa- so funny and apparently the whole time Rafael was like dad why didn't you let me wear my my toronto blue jays baseball cap <laughs> There's often a lot of Blue Jays fan whenever you go to... F- yeah, that's the cat. Hello, kitty. <laughs> and now you see a cat butthole. Cat butt. that's, that's her butthole. <laughs> uh, and yeah, so yeah, there, there's always, you know, I, I watch I, almost every game and um, whenever they pan on the crowd, they always like kind of focus on, on Blue Jays fans and there's always, always Blue Jays fans in the States. There was a lot of them there. It's well, crazy. apparently, you know, well, it, it's like hockey. You know, the yes. fans. If you're on vacation and your team plays, you're going to yeah. go see them, right? And... Honestly, like when you look at the calendar, it's clear that they do the same for the Habs in Florida. But like yeah. when there's like they know that a lot of Canadians are traveling for summer, yeah. mm-hmm. they always book the Jays for like around uh, construction Those, holiday time. in Quebec because they know they're just going to get a bunch of Jays yeah. fans that are going to fill the stadium. <laughs> Baseball is one of those sports, though, that, like, it's a fun afternoon. We went yeah. out to the game a few weeks ago for Mike's birthday, and we just bought, like, $20 nosebleed tickets, you know, ate, drank in the top, got a sunburn, you know, like, it was just fun. They lost, but it was fun, and it happened to be a Sunday during a day game when they had, like, the little kids stuff outside, mm-hmm. too. So there were so nice. many kids out hanging out and stuff. It was really fun. Yeah. I, I mean, for them, it was, like, shout out to Rafael, who actually toughed the whole time, because I think it finished, the game started at, like, 7? And, oh, it was an evening game. It was an evening game, and they ended uh, around 11, 11.30. Anyway, they, they came home. They It was 1 a.m. Yeah. They went to bed at 1 a.m. So, and then the next day, Saturday, was the day we were packing up and coming back home. Mm-hmm. Um, and we uh, basically, like, my mom... And her boyfriend were ready really early. And I had, because I had stayed behind, I had just, like, packed. Uh, what we did Friday nights when they were away is we had um, dessert for supper. I made, because we had to, we had eggs that were left over. Like, we were yeah. in the mode of, like, we had a big Airbnb. We were 11 in there, by the way. Uh, three kids. And then wow. five, uh, seven adults. But, um, like, my brother and I cooked almost every meal. Breakfast was the only one, the only meal that everybody had to deal with themselves. But mm-hmm. uh, we, my brother and I cooked every meal. But like on Friday, I was like, they were like, we didn't do anything with that dozen of eggs because we thought we were going to at one point make egg sandwiches for the beach and things like that. And I was like, and then Maria was like, there's ice cream and like Sunday toppings left. I'm like, we make pancakes and we put ice cream on it. And she was like fucking a so <laughs> while the boys had their night and they had stadium food and you know they yeah, went yeah. i guess to an applebee's or whatever's in that area around fenway park yeah um 
I did, like, I took six eggs and made the biggest batch of pancakes I could make. Um, and the house had a nice, like, gas range with, mm. like, the six units. Uh, for, yeah, the six units. And she had the, the big plaque that you put in the middle. Yeah, oh, the griddle you can awesome. put on top. The griddle. Yeah. 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 We've, we the use that griddle top. a lot. Yeah. We yeah. use that griddle a lot. Um, and I made like pancakes on that, and we ate them with ice cream and maple syrup because we're in Maine, so we could get some decent maple syrup. Some actual maple syrup. We Real also poto. exactly, and uh, we also did the lobster dinner. Um, we there was a lobster pond near where we were, and we showed up and we were like, "We want twenty five lobsters," and the guy was like, "You sure?" We we're like. We're sure we are eleven people, and we want enough food for at least two meals. He was like twenty-five lobsters. It is. Um, <laughs> That's not cheap. Well, this means not as bad, but it yeah. was for twenty-five lobsters that were like a pound, a pound and a half each. Yeah, we paid about three hundred dollars U.S. Okay, not crazy. It was. It was pretty, actually, pretty affordable, even if we. Um, change it to Canadian considering yeah. that like we're all Langlock people like we're all from Montreal yeah. and this area like we don't get access to cheap lobster <laughs> unless we drive out like to the ocean yeah true so for us it was like you know feeding that many people lobsters in Canada or in Montreal like in a landlock area we would have paid like Upwards of eight hundred to a thousand dollars Canadian for the same amount of lobster. Yeah, um, and we did the lobster dinner one night, and then we had leftovers. And my brother used the husks to make a lobster uh, broth. Ooh! And the next day he made bisque. Ooh! And we ate bisque with lobster in it. Ooh! And uh, we made um, a salad and garlic bread. And then the second day we still had lobs- lobster meat leftover and bisque. We ate the bisque without lobster, but instead we made lobster rolls because we had leftover hot dog buns from nice. when we made hot dogs on Monday. Uh, anyway, we had lobster we had, rolls. So we for three hundred dollars US, we ate lobsters three days in a row. That's pretty good. <laughs> do you guys boil them? Yeah. Okay. Just boil them while they're yeah. alive. That's what we do. Yeah. Yeah. So, hot water. Boil it up. Anyway. Um, that's a long ass of just me yeah. saying like I didn't do much. All we We're, did was go to the beach. How about we talk eat. about video games? Yeah. <laughs> but like it was honestly, it was really good that like I didn't spend all that much time on Discord. I ignored Twitter. I ignored like while I was gone, there was more like game dev discourse on Twitter. I ignored all of it. Um, I didn't play a single video game. I just like it was just like go get up, eat, go to the beach, come back home shower eat some more chill eat go to bed get up rinse repeat it was amazing it feels so good like i know our lives are important our jobs are important and video games are great but sometimes you gotta fucking do nothing for like five days in a row and (laughs) or something that's not the normal every day like like enjoy your the environment you're in i don't have access to the ocean no so if I'm near Not the many ocean, people do. I'm going to be at the beach every day that I can mm-hmm. be at the beach. Was it as hot for you guys as it was yeah. for us? Yeah, but yeah. When, once you were like at the beach, like yeah, the breeze coming from the ocean, and because like it's an Arctic current in Maine, the water's fucking 
like 15 mm-hmm. degrees Celsius, 55 Fahrenheit, some bullshit like that. Mm-hmm. It was actually like really good. Like you could just nice. kind of like dip and then go back, and you were like nice. It's and borderline like one of those uh, Nordic spas. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Basically, it was what we were doing was the Nordic spa, but like <laughs> just with nature. That takes a lot out of you. When we went to the Strom Spa for my sister's bachelorette, I had my Apple Watch on and the shock that your mm-hmm. body gets doing the hot, cold, hot, cold, I closed my exercise ring. Yeah, I was yeah, they're, exhausted it's, it's, it's every night. It's shock therapy, yeah. basically. It kind of like jump yeah, I, shots you. Every night I was like super hungry, like starving, and I was exhausted. And we weren't working out or doing anything. We were just like literally going to the beach. And the biggest like exercise I did was just like screwing the base of our parasol in the sand where you kind of like have to (laughs) drive it in the sand until it's like deep enough. That's the only exercise I did. But like every night I was like zonked out. I usually like I went to bed I kept my routine because we have the weird kids with us they have to be in bed by 9 or 10 yeah so like after they like at like 9 or 10 I between 9 and 10 I was in bed like I do every night and I would watch I usually watch like an hour TV and fall asleep like I barely sometimes I would barely make it through an episode at like 10 15 I was like out cold no, your body needed it and wanted it the fr- between the fresh air and the heat and all this kind of stuff. Like, it takes it right out of you. But it's like, so that's when it. you realize also, I fucking needed that vacation, bro. Yeah. And are you still on vacation, just staycation right now? Yeah, I took a week to recuperate from spending a whole, like, seven days in one cottage. A big cottage. Like, mind you, everybody had their space in their bedroom, but, like, with 11 people. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. Three of those being kids under the age of eight. <laughs> hmm. So No, thank you. Uh, <laughs> yes. So, the like, Saturday we came home, and it was just, like, laundry, laundry. And yesterday my friends came over um, because they were like, I, we know you just got back, but, like, we ha- we haven't had a girls' night, and we have time tonight. I'm like... As long as you come at the end of the day, so I have like the morning to be alone and to clean. Um, yeah. And uh, it was a hot one yesterday, and I yes. was like, "All right, but we're doing it at my house because I have AC." And they were like, "That was the point of us coming over." <laughs> <laughs> Last night we had uh, a crazy rainstorm, thunder and lightning. Oh, yeah. And yeah, yeah. We were driving on the four hundred one in it. I need to send you guys the video. I have been in many a snowstorm. Nothing was like this. That was scary. <laughs> oh, it was crazy. We had yeah. a big storm like during dinner because mm-hmm. I was like, I made dinner and I was like, I'm not making barbecue because it's either going to be too hot and muggy mm-hmm. or it's going to be like pouring rain. And mm-hmm. it was both. Um, and we had a second thunderstorm during the night. Actually, I was falling asleep, but we had uh, the bedroom door open because the ac was still on and we wanted the cool air Mm -hmm. but like the lightning was so bright that the light that came through the kitchen actually Mm -hmm. woke me up wow even if it was just like a bit of the bedroom door being open i was just like what the fuck and then i heard the thunder that lasted like a whole last minute of rumbling and i was like Mm. okay (laughs) <laughs> and then today I have my windows open and it's like 17 degrees outside and I'm like this is perfect yeah today was perfect glorious weather mm. finally broke the heat Simon what did you do last week 
Uh, went on a little camping trick as well, but nothing as crazy as that. Just uh, went to uh, Lake Megatzik in the eastern townships. Just kind of uh, chilled out. We had a nice little beach. It was super effing warm here as well. So, yeah, just uh, took a, an extra long weekend to just kind of do something else and uh, get away a little bit. It was nice. And I played video games. As nice. Always. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of in the same boat, though I didn't go anywhere. It's been just like video games and work and chilling. And my new routine, because Mike's changed his uh, work schedule, because mm-hmm. now he is a manager of a store up in Markham. Good and, job, Mike. Uh, yeah, so he he now has his days off as Sunday and Monday. So Saturday is kind of Leah's day to do what she wants to do. Mm. So my new routine is I'm also trying to get a little bit of a tan on for my sister's wedding. So I'll nice. do my work at get up i'll watch drag race i'll do my workout i'll uh, go tan for a bit on our front stoop and i'm sure my pa- my neighbors think i'm absolutely insane um <laughs> and then i play video games and chill out until mike comes home and it's really relaxing just to have that you know five six hours to myself just do what i want i kind of get up maybe a little bit after he leaves and and yeah it's just me and the dog and we hang out and it's relaxing that and that's great. how i'm it's how i'm getting a lot of my gaming in right now because mm-hmm. uh, i'm finding after work, well, we record on Mondays, and we work all day, and then today, particularly, thanks to the crew, because I had a dental appointment, so we started late, but, like, I find Monday nights is a write-off, because we're doing podcast, and then in the evenings, when I get home from work, sometimes I'm just too beat after doing dinner and stuff to, like, mm. mentally get into anything, so it's not until, like, you know, if Mike's recording a podcast, or if he's working late, then I'll play games, um, and Friday night that was like that because he was closing and then Saturdays are my real time to do it because Sundays he and I want to hang out and go do stuff right so Mm. that's really the chance but uh, I've been playing some stuff I'm excited to talk about it because there's some new stuff in there Catherine you didn't touch any games eh no I brought my like uh, Razer Nishi or whatever it's called the the controller for my phone but Mm -hmm. I ended up being like ah fuck it yeah how about you Simon what were you playing uh finally got around playing monster hunter rise so um yeah i was a big big fan of uh, monster hunter um world played a ton and uh the new expansion for monster hunter rise came out i think it's called sunbreak what platform is it on on pc it originally came out on switch okay uh, but it released on pc uh a little while ago i didn't buy it when it came out on pc um because it's a little bit of return to the older formula of monster hunter the way that it's set up the way that the maps are set up um so it's but they clearly had a lot of inspiration from world uh, a lot of quality of life uh from world transferred over to rise even even better quality of life stuff so uh i've been having uh playing a little bit uh i'm Barely, like I'm, I think I'm maybe. Hold on, I'll check on Steam. I'm seven hours in, I'm and I'm barely scratching the surface. Um, uh, again, you know those games are super depth, super complicated. Tons of mechanics over other mechanics. Um, luckily, I learned a lot while playing World, so I'm not too out of my depth. Uh, but so far, yeah, so far I'm having a, I'm having a really good time. I'm really enjoying the uh, uh, the way that it's that it's set up and. Uh, you know, I love the gameplay loop. It's the same pretty much for every Monster Hunter game. You know, you start off 
little wimpy and then you kill monsters to get better armor and gear to go hunt bigger monsters and then to for, for when you hunt those you get better gear to get better and then you go hunt bigger monsters it's kind of like the the gameplay loop of forever going forward and crafting what you need to craft so and I, I, I like the multiplayer, it's pretty fun. Just drop in with four random person and just jump on the, um, uh, you know, jump on that, uh, on, uh, on that game and just play with randoms and see what crazy things people come up with and crazy ways to, to have the monster, so having a good time, it's pretty fun. I'm nice. excited to, to play some more and get back to it. I was kind of in a little bit of a gaming funk after I finished 7. I have 7 Remake. Mm -hmm. uh, and I, I didn't really want to do the DLC. Maybe eventually, but I didn't want to do it right away. Uh, but yeah, I'm really into Rise right now, so I'm excited to go back to it. You gonna play more this evening? Oh, definitely. <laughs> Most definitely. Nice. Uh, I'm working my way through Epico still. Um, I have managed to breed all the flowers, and now I'm working on crossbreeding all the bees. I think, I don't know, I think I have like seven or eight left. Not um, the bees! Not the bees! But yeah, I'm, I don't know, I'm really in the mood right now, because I'm playing two other games that we'll talk about, but I'm so close to finishing Apico, I just want to get it done. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. I don't really want to go any further in my other two games until I get this handled, because yeah. I'm notorious that I'll be like, oh, I'll go try this over here and play this game, and I'll come back to this later. Never happens. So, <laughs> I'm going to finish the game. Um, but... Two games that I've been super excited about uh, came out in the two weeks that uh, we were kind of AFK. So the first one, y'all know how I like my simulation games. Well, Power Washing Simulator came out on Xbox oh, wow. and on uh, PC. It's on Game Pass. And uh, yeah, that is very therapeutic to play as you clean stuff. Though I'm not going to lie. The, f the very first mission they give you is you're cleaning off your van for your power washing company. Uh -huh. And the next one they give you is this yard. And I don't know what these people were doing, but their yard is atrocious. It's so gross. <laughs> it's taking me forever to clean it. So I know that there's upgrades and stuff that you get over time. But like I was talking to Pascal about it on, on uh, Facebook Messenger. And I was like, I am so slow. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, with good reason too. Is like I've also haven't been really jumping in because I'm trying to finish Epico. So uh, more on that as I, uh, you know, get my virtual power washing business off the ground. Um, and the other game that came out late last week was Stray. And that it looks too. really cute. Yeah. So yeah. I played two, three hours of that. That's another one that I need to jump back into. But I just want to get Epico out of the way because, like I said, I just won't go back. Um, uh, so that game came out on PS5 only, um, but it's part of the PlayStation Plus Premium as mm -hmm. a game that you get part of the package kind of free. Um, and uh, thanks to PlayStation for giving me access to that. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but maybe it's a thing since I started having a pet because I didn't have pets growing up. Um, there's the one moment in kind of the intro to the game that kind of is the setup, the whole part of the game. And um, when bad things happen to the little creatures in game, I get really upset. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, honestly, same, same. I almost don't want to play the game just because of that. Like, I, just watching the trailer, I'm like, this looks too real. I'm going to cry yeah. if anything happens to that cat. But once you're past that, because it's like, it's the setup, the whole premise of the game, right? It's like, you're trying to get back to your family of cats. <laughs> but it, yeah. it, I was just I'm watching it in the way they did it. And I was just like, no, kitty, no. 
<laughs> but it's so cute. Oh my god. And it's a game too that like you have this random meow button that I just keep hitting because it's amazing. <laughs> and then there's like even wow. spots you're like in this like, you know, post-apocalyptic overgrown kind of city that you're going through and you'll go into somebody's house and you'll be like, oh, there's a random carpet. Let's scratch. And there's mechanics with the back triggers. You'll scratch, 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 oh, scratch that's your so nails. Cute. Or on a wall. Or you go up and there's like paint cans and you're like, I'm Gangster Cat. Smack that off. That's <laughs> sometimes adorable. it's just for fun. Sometimes it's part of the mechanics of where you need to go next. And um, there's a there's a uh, companion that you collect as you go. Um, I'm not gonna say too much about it because I don't like. I really didn't know too much about this game outside of I played as a cat. That's what was my hook when that's, they said yeah, it. That's what I was got like, that's to all you. I needed to know. <laughs> and uh, oh my god, it's so cute, guys. I cat when the time comes and you get a ps5 that's the game you need to play first <laughs> uh it's uh i'm i've got the steam page open and i'm looking at the oh is it on pc yeah <gasps> and i'm looking at the recommended and oh, it says should. nvidia geforce gtx 7080 and i got a 980 ti you can do it I'm like, I could play this. And a friend you'll of mine... You'll run it. I mean, it'll be slow, but you'll run it. I mean, I can try. I kind of want to check to see if Pascal wants to buy it. Because if he does, then I might piggyback off of his Steam. Oh. Uh, but I'll, I'll, I'll see. I also... Yeah. A friend at work gave me one of his old um, monitors that's like better than whatever I have here. Um, mm hmm so it's like a I think he said it was a uh 60 hertz 140p something it's not 4k but it's better than 1080 HD whatever that is what is it 1440 or whatever it's called yeah um the only thing is like he had it on an arm so he lost the base so I had I ordered like a universal base mm. I've actually ordered like a a dual monitor one. Oh, nice so I'll do a better setup here, and once I get that, I might try to see if I can run this game. Wait, mm. you, you installed the 980, right? You have the 980 Ti. I installed the 980 Ti. Oh, you'll TI. be fine. You'll be fine. Yes. Honestly, yeah. at one point, Catherine, you should look into 120, 140 hertz monitor. That's. I think that's what my friend gave me. Okay, because you said 60. I don't. I don't know. The Take number. a picture okay. of the facts, <laughs> panel information so, thing, and show send me an the, assignment. Because again, for sixty, like you need to enable it as well, and you need to have the proper oh, connector the for it. Who keeps the boxes? Uh, sure she did. Well, apparently he he did, and when wow. he he brought it to her. Mike used to get mad at me for. It's uh, an Asus. V A twenty four E. V A twenty four E. I'm googling. Internet says uh, IPS seventy five. Eh, it's because it's IPS. So for IPS, it's good for uh, doing art and shit. Because it's good for uh, your eyeballs. For for color. Um, oh, for color. Well, he's a fellow color. UI artist, so <laughs> that's why. yeah, yeah. So makes sense. But the refresh rate is eh. It's eh. 
It's 75. It's better, it's better than, than whatever HB monitor I have right now that you grabbed at work. Oh, yeah, no, that <laughs> big suck. Yeah, no, that was big suck. So That's it's, what it's I'm using right now. Upgrade. And it's got burn in <laughs> and things like that. And I was talking about how shitty my monitors were. And I was like debating whether I upgrade them or I wait till I like upgrade my computer, like deciding yeah, if no, I that was change my upgrade. tower or if I get the Razer laptop. And he was like, yo, I got this monitor that I don't use. I'll give it to you for free. It's like well loved. Like I need to clean it a bit and whatever, but it's like, for me, it's an upgrade. And it was <laughs> the right price of free. <laughs> yeah. Free dot <laughs> so, free. The low, low price free. of zero dollars. Zero dot zero zero dollars. Shout out nice. to Antoine. Yes, Antoine. <laughs> so yeah, I think you both need to play this game when the time comes. I think it's right up both cool. of your alleys. And it's super cute. And it's getting very good reviews online. Yeah, I'm scared. Maybe one day I'll, I'll get into it. You, well, you just it. knew that one point and you get past that, you're fine. Because there's like, after that, like, I have physically tried to like like can do can I walk off the side? Can I do things? Is there a death seat? Like what is there? And it? No, I have okay. not encountered anything. So it's just that one set up the story thing. But yeah, it was a little, okay. little intense. Okay. All right, you folks ready to talk about some video game news? Yeah, yeah. Let's, do it. let's go. And we're back with some news. Catherine, tell me how awesome Minecraft is being. <laughs> Well, <laughs> we all know that Minecraft prides itself in being an open platform because they want um, people to learn through Minecraft. Like, they have the whole, like, education li educational mm -hmm. license and things like that. And it's basically a digital learning tool. Like, we, all, we often equate Minecraft to digital Legos. Mm -hmm. um, and they have the same... The same philosophy as lego because lego is not about making money like when you go to a lego store they'll never try to like sell products or upsell parents they'll always be like this is about like creativity and learning and minecraft is a lot like that and because of that they don't want nfts Woo they don't want they don't want anything that creates scarcity and exclusion for now yeah but it cla because it clashes with the company's vision uh, for Minecraft. Oh. Yeah. They don't want well. it to be like, although it is like a lucrative thing for them, it is also like a very important tool. And they hate the NFT business that is like pay to earn and things like that. Mm -hmm. However, Minecraft is open to a lot of third party tools. So third parties are making and are using Minecraft to make NFT platforms and NFT marketplace. Yeah. And Mojang and Microsoft is like, fuck you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so like now the question is responsibility. Mm -hmm. So like, how do they police this? How do they prevent this? Or do they just kind of like let it happen and tell parents and people like, if you're purchasing these NFTs through a third-party uh, platform that goes through Minecraft or, like, a, a modder that uses Minecraft to create their NFTs, like, and they run with your money, you're fucked. Like, mm -hmm. so, 
were a lot of like this article from GameIndustry.biz is pretty much sure that uh, that Minecraft will likely have to aggressively police. Yeah. To make sure the the modding community to make sure that they don't turn Minecraft into an NFT business, mm. which is all like all NFT business I've looked into uh, have all been like pyramid schemes. Ponzi schemes. Yeah, um, totally. Fucking stealing from people. It's stupid. I was, uh, I, Money I was laundering. Reading, stupid. I was reading up a little bit on this, and um, like uh, s- some of the comments on Reddit are actually pretty awesome. One of the comments is, Good news, everyone. NFT Worlds, which is an NFT project based on Minecraft, is down 70%. It's token at 80%. It's NFT floor price, floor price on this news. So they were basically... People were putting money into an auth- unauthorized NFT project based on an IP they don't own. <laughs> <laughs> That's how crypto people are dumb. That's how dumb these guys are. Mm-hmm. These crypto bros are. Yeah, it's people were doing it with like copyrighted insane. content, like that they have no rights to, and people's and people's likenesses have been used in NFTs, and it's been sold as like, well, you don't own that, you know, like it's. It's freaking ridiculous, but yeah, like, I'm I, so excited for this to die. I'm I so know, excited for this to die. yeah, We're and it's crashing. There. It's crashing hardcore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so, I don't think I don't think like crypto is 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 gonna leave, but I think that NFTs need to fucking die. <laughs> yeah, definitely. There's even in, if you look back at like the dot com boom and kind of like how that mm-hmm. went through a big uptick and then crashed crazily and then yeah. did it. And same with video games back in the day too. Mm-hmm. Like it was a big ramp up and then all this shovelware came in and then yeah. it crashed hard. It, it, that's the entire story of that ET game. It's bound <laughs> to happen, but hopefully, hopefully something good will come of it. Come some of kind that. of learning, yeah. some kind of something else that's actually beneficial instead of people stealing other people's money for goods mm-hmm. that have no fucking value. They're not even Indeed. goods. There's ones and zeros in yeah. the worst way. <laughs> so, so yeah, I mean, I feel for the folks in Yo- Mojang and Microsoft, they're got, they've got a freaking struggle here to keep this and police this. It's going to be a full-time full-time uh, uh, divisions job, but uh, but thank you for putting a line in the sand because this is a game with a lot of kids that play, and That's... you need to protect these kids because they don't know any better. And, right? And, they and, don't understand the risks involved and the money involved. And that's why they, there's so many issues with a game like Roblox right now. Like they, There's so many problems because... Like there's, it's the wild west in Roblox. Like it's absolutely crazy. There's a couple of documentary. I'll try to find them again that I was watching. I forget where it's from. And like basically, they use like companies are using children as like slave labor, pretty much, to like build stuff and code stuff in Roblox and then sell it. And it's just kind of insane. So wow. it's, ugh, ugh, it's disgusting. It's disgusting. <sighs> On the next note, Catherine. We're gonna lose Killzone servers? Yep, so, I mean, it was expected because PlayStation took down the official Killzone website. Yeah. Uh, But essentially, Guerrilla Games is taking down online multiplayer server for Killzone Mercenary, Killzone Shadowfall, and Riggs Mechanized Combat League. Uh, The cutoff date is the 12th of August, 2022. 
uh, single-player offline modes remain available. Um, so these are games that are like for the PlayStation 4, PlayStation Vita. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, like, Af- Guerrilla Games used to do Killzone. That was their biggest franchise. Yep. But then after, like, a... Um, where they did, like, this internal, like, pitch for game, they it became now their new focus is Horizon Zero Dawn Mm -hmm. and, you know, Horizon Forbidden West, which is a uh, third-person single-player action-adventure game instead of being multiplayer first-person shooter games. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think Killzone as a franchise have been, like, kind of doing so-so in general, so it is expected i mean none of these games were like upscaled or ported to playstation 5 so yeah killzone shadowfall i remember that that was a launch game on the ps4 right i think so yeah Yeah, i don't think that did super well yeah i clicked on the link that they had in there to the review on polygon killzone shadowfall review colon stalemate yeah, Shadowfall looks like the, <laughs> it, the future, but it's stuck in the past. And this was back on the entry of the PS4. So yeah, I remember that not being, mm-hmm. uh, or not being as fire as other games. So like, and there's so much first-person shooter competition out there. It's tough, and keeping a server up. And we've talked about this before because we've talked about other companies shutting down servers for games that have uh, kind of you know lived their life and not as many people are playing it and that shit's expensive to upkeep so kind Mm -hmm. of anticipated but just sucks as long as you can play offline yeah Yeah. you can play a game second player that's fine yeah yep Simon what do you got for us yeah a couple things so uh two Ubisoft news because why not uh Ubisoft has announced that it's cancelled four games uh including Splinter Cell VR and Ghost Recon Recon, 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 Recon. Um, Frontline. Uh, so on the same day that they announced that they delayed Avatar Frontiers of Pandora in a smaller premium game, the publisher also confirmed that it has canceled four games. So uh, Splinter Cell VR title and uh, Ghost, Ghost Recon Frontline, which was a, I think it was a Battle Royale from what I remember. And um, the Splinter Cell VR game was not much was actually uh, released from it from what, from what I can see mm-hmm. um, and people were kind of uh, excited to get a new Splinter Cell game but from you know apparently it's not gonna happen within the VR realm so maybe in the real world but not in the virtual world mm. did we'll you um, did you see see Simon 2 the like scuttlebutt that was going around the internet people saying that roller champions were gonna get cancelled isn't it out already? It it's out, yeah. And they the, everybody like the rumor mill going around the internet was that Roller Champions, which come out what this year, like Maybe? two months ago, a few months ago, that after season three it was going to get canceled, and the Roller Champions Twitter account had to come out with a statement saying that it's not that's not happening. There was just I mean, so it, much. It wouldn't canceling. be surprising. I don't so think anyone is can- playing that game. Like, is anyone playing Roller <laughs> I'm Champions? Playing it. <laughs> like well, I you played play at work. With, yeah. yeah. I play with my we we do uh, gaming lunches once a couple of weeks with the the content team, which is like UI art, UI prog, uh, gameplay programming, three um, D programming, whatever. Like we're a bunch of people. Sometimes we play For Honor. Sometimes we play Roller Champions. Nice. It's like Rocket League. It's like yeah. really easy to get into, and we just do like private matches, like three v three, and it's fun. 
Cool. Yeah, I. it's just funny because, like, yeah, all of this noise came out. I think there was some other stuff about some... Uh, there was Assassin's Creed game that got canceled, too, and then stuff got delayed. There's a whole bunch of things that... Mm. It was in, like, an earnings call um, mm. that all this stuff kind of happened. It sounds like Ubisoft is going through a bit of a, you know change of ethos almost or a change of what their what their plans are and i think covid hit you guys hard yeah no definitely <laughs> like everybody though like honestly like the reason why this year is so weird in games is because we just you know lived through the pandemic we we were good in the beginning of it because we had all those games that were already prepped and ready to go or at Out least near the ship. end yeah. of their development cycle and then all the games that were kind of in the middle of or the pre you know, I guess you could say like pre-organization and and planning. They are mm. the ones that got hit the hardest because that, you know, if something's almost finished, it's easier to put it out, right? Mm. That sucks. Uh, I mean, like, yeah. n- not to go inside baseball, but just in general in the industry right now, like video games is also being hit by the labor shortage. Oh yeah. Um, and the thing is, and I always advocate for this. Uh, for people in the video game industry that are in a not great situation because I realize that like I'm privileged being on the Project Life for Honor which is like super healthy and everybody's super nice um, and I don't crunch and I have my stable 9 to 5 and everything's good I know that's not the same and I've been advocating for a lot of people that I was like maybe you should shop around for other industries go work in another industry mm-hmm. for, for a while um, to see what's out there and see how well you could be treated because i mm. always say one of the best jobs i had was the e-com department at reedman's mm. um which seems like the most boring place ever but it was amazing to work there mm. for many reasons and i think a lot a lot of people are starting to do that a lot mm-hmm. of people are seeing uh, there's a labor shortage everywhere so a lot of people mm. are shopping around for better things mm-hmm. in, shop and, for yeah man like and, in and outside of the industry and like a lot of i'm sorry to say but a lot of programmers that were like i'd rather work on a game because like it's more fun i'm like it's the same if you're working on a banking app or on a or on uber eats in toronto mm-hmm. or shopify in ottawa or, actually or a telecom spotify or whatever it's or a telecom or whatever it's mm. like the product you work on is not as important as the people you work for and with and your life balance your because of it life. yeah yeah so it's like i've had shitty work conditions in um in all forms of industries just like i've had the best work conditions in all forms of industries mm-hmm. and right. right now that's the problem with just video games in general it's like there's such a labor shortage that they can't the industry cannot coast on the luster of working for games alone not anymore we're like at one point like it's 2022 we have jobs for money we want money and like the inflation rate is crazy mm-hmm. the people can't afford housing mm-hmm. let alone purchasing houses like just rent is crazy like yeah uh, food is expensive gas is expensive like at one point people were just like 
fuck your like little project of making like the next disrupting video game like i just want fucking money to live so yeah, i'll put food on the table mm -hmm. <laughs> exactly so whatever like i Literally. can't comment on the rumors of what's happening at ub and of also course. i'm all on vacation so i haven't looked at my inbox yeah. <laughs> you've been ignoring all of it you know a whole eight days but uh just like the industry vibes right now mm-hmm are like we've all agreed that we're kind of working for money <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that we Ain't don't want to wrong with that no and if we're gonna do overtime you're gonna pay us mm -hmm. if not we're we're gonna log off at five thank you very much yeah 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 but outside of that a bit of good news came out of it because we haven't heard too much about what's been going on at ubisoft uh simon tell us about that yeah, however they like almost the day after <laughs> they announced ubisoft forward mm -hmm. so ub forward uh is gonna happen saturday september 10 2022 uh youtube twitch and all the other platforms so i guess we'll know more about skulls and bones probably now that it's officially something that's happening uh, maybe some new assassin's creed stuff um Maybe they'll announce they're canceling Roller Champions just to <laughs> <laughs> fits off the internet. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, you'll be forward happening. So uh, tune in Saturday, September 10th, 2022. That's kind of early as a foreign announcement. September is kind of far away. It's like a No, month and it's a half not. Away. It's going to be around the freaking corner. It's a month and a half away. Oh my well, God. a month and a week away. That's how is it almost august already yeah it's, it's august this this weekend don't fuck don't get me started yeah, i was I saying earlier i was like hey guys guess what it's oceaga this weekend i've got a team going there it's just like already <laughs> it's nuts nuts simon you got any other news stories for us uh yeah two quick ones i have a cat do you want to say hello to a cat hello, yes kitty. i have a cat hi kitty she, she keeps she keeps putting her paws in the water dispenser and then her her, her paws are full of water uh -huh. little silly girl it's Trey IRL. Anyways, so, um, uh, yeah, real quick, two things that I, I thought was really awesome. Uh, Discord voice chat finally coming to Xbox consoles for Xbox insiders for now. Probably going to roll it out uh, to more people as, as the day goes by. Um, pretty cool that we have crossplay on a lot of things, but no really real way to cross chat i guess if you will mm -hmm. uh except having discord on your phone if you're a console gamer yeah um so pretty cool that they've announced that uh the this yeah discord's partnered with xbox to uh make that happen so you'll be able to join discord parties and discord servers uh directly on your xbox so you can just kind of uh jump and then chat with people who are playing on pc while you're playing on xbox which yeah, is it pretty like freaking it takes, cool it and takes a little bit of setup yeah playstation has the bigger partnership with discord but this one does require a little bit of setup but it sounds like once you get it going you're off to the races well you can can you it's called discord on ps4 is is that done ps5 signed like they signed a special like deal or something but it's not implemented between discord, yet, right? but it's not implemented yet okay, but, I, okay, okay. but like people are thinking okay well if they signed this special agreement with discord playstation did and xbox came out with this the oh, workaround that in order to get it set up to working is probably what playstation and discord are trying to oh, bridge when you just need to link your Discord account to your Xbox, which takes half a second. Uh, yeah, you, you, is what I said. It just, takes a little bit of setup. That's it. I mean, a little, it basic, basically nothing. It's like linking your Spotify account to your to Discord. It's the same mm. process, so it's fairly straightforward. Yeah, I'm curious to try it out. I haven't had a chance yet, but uh, yeah, I, I think we're due to cool. give it a spin. 
Yeah, it should be fun. And uh, another real quick game uh, announcement. One of the games that I had a lot of fun playing uh, when it first came out a while ago, uh, Papers, Please, which is a uh, one-person game. Uh, it came out here. 20, 2013 is the game that it came out. And uh, developed by game developer Lucas Pope. And you are a border guard on a uh, nondescript Soviet uh, border somewhere in the world and um, basically people are coming through your uh um, I guess your booth and you have to inspect their passport and make sure that their visa is good They're not carrying anything illegal and then as the game progresses, it gets more and more complicated and then and more and more things are added To uh, to the things you need to make sure and uh, to, to do before you allow people in like make sure that uh, you know sometimes it's as stupid as Making sure that the weight that they said they are versus the weight that they actually are is the same. You know, it's it's little details, kind of crazy. Um, so it's like border security, the game. Exactly, yeah. and, but it's it's <laughs> it's it's really it's, honestly it's really fun. It's really addicting. Do you end and, up uh, like kicking people out and saying they can't come in? Oh yeah, definitely. Drugs and, oh, very like, much they so. They don't have very their immigration so. papers, and and if you don't do a good job, someone might be carrying a bomb and exploding so Ooh, that's not fun <laughs> and then that closes up the border and then you kind of have to because uh, you, you get paid and then if you get paid then you can get back to, you know you can uh, uh, send your skid your your skids holy moly you can send your kids to better schools and then oh, you can feed your family as you get more money and yeah so it's kind of uh it's it's a cool little game i really i really enjoyed it so i have checked that out um, yeah, it's it's a little bit depressing, so just to fly. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. But it is coming on uh it is coming on uh on, on, on mobile, so I thought that was a pretty cool pretty cool nice. news of a one guy developer, so Nice. Um, I'll get a quick one because there's not much to talk about um, because it kind of broke today. There's a report out on VentureBeat that uh, EA is working on a Black Panther game. Um, mm. Obviously, MCU is pretty uh, hot topic this weekend because San Diego Comic-Con just happened. They had their fancy panels in Hall H and all that jazz or whatever they do in the big, the big, the big hall and the big MCU thing where they talked about the timeline and all the stuff that's coming in phase five and phase six and we saw a teaser trailer for the new uh wakanda black Pan uh, black panther wakanda forever um movie uh and yeah it's all top of mind and um it sounds like according to uh jeff grubb who is from giant bomb um used to be part of games beat uh as a writer as well electronic arts is getting into the superhero game with a new title based on black panther according to the report hmm. um according to grubb the title is early in development and is a single player affair a new yeah. seattle studio founded by former monolith productions vp and studio head kevin stevens is likely working on the project starting with the death of one black panther convenient uh players take on a character that's becoming the newest incarnation of the wakanda hero um huh. they've reached out to ea for comment but of course they haven't said anything um interesting concept considering like 
Well, when you you guys saw the first Black Panther movie that came I out, I have not. Yeah, uh, I, I okay. saw not? I saw just the first one. Okay, well, there's only one right now. Um, the next one's on its way in November. That's Wakanda Forever. Did they, did they finish filming with the uh, the actor no, before he died? No, Chadwick Boseman died before, and the gentleman hmm. who was writing the and director who was writing the movie, um, the next movie, didn't know and already had it written around his Black Panther, and now they've had to change. We're not really sure who the next Black Panther is. Hmm. Um, But it's interesting because the progression or the... um, the I guess you could say like passing on of the Black Panther powers Mm -hmm. has to do with death and things like that, and it's something that is experienced in the first movie. So Mm -hmm. it, you know, it is interesting that that's part of the game and if that's the case it's also interesting the fact that the real life circumstances the current black panther series as a set of movies is is having as well mm-hmm. so i if this this sounds pretty cool we've had some really good uh superhero video games over the past few years there's a lot of stuff that's coming too that i'm pretty excited about and i'm pretty heavily invested in the mcu uh i don't know if this is going to have any relationship with that universe at all but uh nonetheless i'm curious to learn more about uh black panther and wakanda and all that kind of stuff because i do think that the whole the whole city, country, whatever you would call it, that is Wakanda, is is a pretty interesting place. Um, yeah, can't wait to see yeah. how uh, how EA is gonna fuck that one up. <laughs> uh, maybe it'll be a, 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 a Jedi one, and we'll actually get some good out of it. Yeah, Who I knows? mean, if they if, if they go hands off and let the team do the narrative experience they want to make. Mm-hmm. Yep. True. So we'll keep our eye on that. It's obviously just a report right now, but no one's saying no. So who knows? And with that, we're closing out the show for this week. As always, we invite you to check out the show notes on girlsongames.ca for all the links to the stories so you can read more. Thank you, Catherine, for putting those together every week. Thank you, Catherine. Yeah, that is a lot of work to the point of when Kat said she was going on vacation and not around, Simon and I looked at each other and I was like, do we even know how to do that anymore? Ain't happening. I was like, I can edit. Audio. I can edit video. Do I yeah, remember I'll do how to audio. write all that I'll fun go, stuff? That. <laughs> y'all for, stuff y'all forgot how, how I use the Podbean like editor and the WordPress editor. Oh, publishing I, on WordPress is dude, like reading another language at this point. Last yeah, last time I used WordPress must have at least years ago, many the, years ago. The last time I used the WordPress in the site, first off, I had to reset my password because I couldn't remember how to do it. And it was the um, thing that I did with uh, Macy Williams in the mm. Arya Star, the the Animal Crossing thing. Yeah, so that tells yeah, you how long yeah. ago it was. It's been a while. <laughs> I mean, at least Gutenberg was out, so you got the new editor. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I true. realize it's a bit of a it's a bit of a shit show. And yeah, it's like, you say it takes you like an hour to put up the show, and for me, it'd probably take five. <laughs> it I have it down pat, and it takes me yeah up to an hour to make all the graphics, make the articles. Publish on Podbean, publish on WordPress, and then do the social posts. Yeah. See, Kat's a wizard. And that's Kat why we keep her. And when she leaves us, we AF. cry. And we just say, <laughs> we fail at life, and we're just not going to do it. <laughs> 
We appreciate you, Catherine. Um, Thank you, Catherine. As always, I'd like to encourage you to leave a review, rate the podcast. If you have that power on the podcasting platform that you are listening to us on, um, we are always watching, reading, paying attention to that. Also, if you have a comment you want to pass, you can always use TalkBack and the iHeartRadio app. Go to the uh, the Girls on Games page. Leave us a voice memo. Um, We're totally open to suggestions. Uh, But as always, I want to thank the crew for being on the panel with me this week. Give them a chance to shout out their social media handles so you can follow them everywhere online. Catherine, where can people find you? I am C-S-D-S-B-I-E-N-S, C-S-D-B-I-E-N-S on Twitter and Instagram, but I'm mostly in the Girls on Games Discord, and I just posted a bunch of, like, my favorite stray reviews in there. One of them them is just... Yeah, that was a thing that someone had posted for a bit that was trending was essentially the PS logo over and over again. Is that what the one that you pulled? Yeah. No, this is just a Steam review from a user. Oh, nice. Even better. <laughs> Even better. Simon, what cute fuzzy creature, awesome human are we following today? Uh, so there's a new Summoning Salt video out. Uh, it came out, I think it's uh, three days ago. Uh, it's all about the hidden shortcuts of Mario Kart Double Dash. So for those oh. who don't know what Summoning Salt is, he's a uh, speedrunning, um, I guess you would say, archivist. Like He goes through the history of a particular game speedrun and just um, explains all the 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 details and how it went through and how they found this and how that happened the blah 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 so really fun really good i uh, love the cadence usually longish video so you can just put that on and it's always super interesting so go check it out summoning salt that sounds pretty cool I am Leah Jew, our most social media platforms, but of course, you want to know everything there is to know about Girls on Games. You can track us down at The Girls on Games on Twitter and Facebook. Just Girls on Games on Instagram, no the in there. Discord.me slash Girls on Games to continue this lovely convo and more. But of course, if you ever need to know anything at all, you can track it down at our home base. That is our website, girlsongames.ca. Thank you, Kat. Thank you, Simon. It's been another lovely week in video games. I'm off to breed bees. And then I debate, do I live as a cat or do I power wash? Hmm. Bees? It is hard. Bees! Bees? Bees! Sorry. We're out. Bye! <laughs> Bye! <laughs>